Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Open the door, Richard. Open the door and let me. Crap, the front door is open. I gotta go shut the front door. But you go ahead and start the, okay. the program, okay? All right. Go ahead. All right. Start. I gotta go do something. Okay. We are recording this, obviously, at Lisa's house, and she opened her front door to let her dogs, uh, uh how to say, uh, well, relieve themselves. That's all. That's, all. That's how you say it. Not that complicated. She left the front door open, and we'll have a good laugh about it when she comes back. <laughs> oh, here what? she is. But you know what? I think I locked the other dog out there. I have to go back. But it's not your dog. No, it's not my dog. Well, you want to go get the other dog? Well, where is he? I don't know. Let's see. Where? Yeah, I think I locked him out. Hey, other dog, where are you? <sighs> I have to go lock him out. But I do want to talk to you about dogs uh, All right. when, I get, when I go find him. All right. Do you want to, what do you want to do? You want to do something here? Yeah, I want to talk about something because this is just annoying, and it's just, no easy resolution to it. It's just another example of you can't get what you want. You can't get what you need. Just it's harder and harder to find people and things and situations that you can rely on. And it seems to me, and maybe that's just because I was a kid back then, but you know, when my parents' furnace went out, they brought the furnace guy over. He fixed it. It worked. It kept. It worked again. When the septic tank guy came over, it worked. When there was a plumbing problem, bring the plumbing guy over. It worked. It seems to me now, and I don't know if it's shoddy workmanship or just uh, people who aren't uh, you know, qualified to do what they say they can do, or it's just <coughs> bad luck. That scared the hell out of me. Sorry. I don't usually, <coughs> I don't, I don't usually do that. Right. He was so good. He was quiet for a while, yeah. but now he wants that to was play. Loud. That's piercing, yeah, too. That's loud. He's the guy to loud yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I've been without a watch for uh, several months now, and I, I'm one of those guys that has to have a watch. I, 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 don't, I don't care what the phone says, you know, and I don't want to, what time it is. I need to have it on my wrist. What, what should we do about that? Well, that, you used to yell when Daisy was yeah. alive, you would yell. See if that works. All right. Go out and his name's Toulouse. Okay. See if it works. All right. Of course, now he's going to be quiet. Shut up! Oh. 
work for our Lord. Shut up now! Hello! Sorry about that. Don't bark, okay? Yeah, I know. Don't do it. He just wants attention. He's like a little toddler. He's not very old. He's only like a year. He's a year and a half or two years old or something like that. All right, so so before you continue with the story, this is this whole podcast has started very badly. Listen, before you continue, my only question is the obvious. You've been without a watch. Do you know you can go to Rite Aid and buy uh, a a ten dollar watch? That'll keep the time free if you don't want to look at your phone. Well, I guess Why I'm going to have to do that. I have a bunch of watches lying around, but they all had deceased batteries. My mm-hmm. my favorite watch I left somewhere. I don't know why. It, it was one of those metal watches that when you use yes. your, your hands, they click, it, click, click. So if you're it winds re- itself. If you're recording, no, I'm saying if oh. you're recording, then you can hear that clankety clank going on. So I would always take it off, and I think I left it. At some recording studio somewhere. Oh. I called and, no, we haven't seen one. And you hear this clank, clank, clank in the yeah. background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but then I found in a watch, that an older watch. And I thought, oh, this is great. That's I'll, a nice I'll, looking watch. I'll just take this watch into the jewelry store and the guy will replace the battery and it'll it'll be great. So I take it in there and uh, it, it's running and he's a very nice guy. It only cost me 15 bucks and I thought... And I said, you know, I could have saved five bucks if I'd gone to Rite Aid for one of those $10 or watches. Or you go to Rite Aid and get your own battery. You do know how to change your own battery in a watch, don't you? I don't know, not really. So <laughs> It's kind of simple. Well, you take the back what, off, yeah. and then you pop the old one out and put the new one in. Well, I didn't know if I what kind of battery it took, and I did it take like a double A. I didn't know. So it was a huge watch. Does anybody really know what time it is? Anyway, I've always gone to this place. This is great. But so, bottom line is now I notice this watch is not keeping time. It's falling off 10 minutes every hour. You're kidding me. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So now do I go back in there? I don't have time. I have a watch. I'll give you a watch. You want one of my watches? But I bet it's a chick watch. So? It's a watch. What's your... you? All you care about is something that keeps accurate time. Do that, you care what it looks like? Does really know what time it is? That's what is high on my list of things that I would expect from a watch. It's yeah. got. It's really pretty. It has flowers on the Ooh. band. Ooh. Um, I will give it to you. I don't use it because I use my phone. And you know what? You know what else? People who wear watches are considered unhip because of that. Well, I know. I know. Because of that very thing that you. And just... that's exactly why I want to wear a watch because I don't care what is hip. Well, I know because you wear a watch. Yeah. Well, so so you'd rather not wear a watch because you want to. Be, have some force outside your own dictate what you sh- should wear or not wear rather than make your own decisions, which is what I'm doing by wearing a watch that doesn't keep time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I just, wow, I, you I sure just put me anno- in my place. It annoys me. Now what do I do? I, I'm going to give you my watch. Who cares? Yeah. No, I watch. can't take your watch. You have a phone. Just watch, look at the time that way. And do you need, are you that busy and scheduled that you've got to know what I time need to it know, is every second I'm notoriously of the day. late for things That's so exactly I need right. I need you? my watch to at least try to keep me somewhat honest well just to so show I you can, how late you are yeah or 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 god forbid I'm early <laughs> oh wait right. I better stop <laughs> I know.
<laughs> Let me pull over for a while. I do have that problem. We've talked about it before. If I have a 7 o'clock doctor's appointment, I cannot, um, I can't stand to sit there for 20 minutes. If I got there 20 to 7, we I can't stand to sit there. We are so opposite. It, it would make me happy. I would rather be an hour early than five minutes late anywhere. I just, that makes me uncomfortable. I like to be on time. That's my goal. I don't want to be early. I don't want How to be How often late. do you reach your goal? How often do you hit that goal? Because uh, I did morning radio you, with you, I guess for, you know. for many, many years. And you, you actually used to, and the only reason you were so successful at being on time was because there were really no variables at four in the morning. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. There's yeah. really no traffic. There's no mm-hmm. bridge closures. Mm-hmm. But occasionally you would get... Um, you'd get screwed because something would come up that you hadn't planned on. I am basically, I am basically operating on the same, uh, rhythm and the same, uh, modus operandi as I did 20 years ago, but things have changed. Traffic is worse. Now I'm going to be late because it wasn't like it was 20 years ago. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. I've got to, I've got to recalibrate. That's what I got to (laughs) do. But I don't even know how to do it because well, traffic is so bad, and some days it's worse, and sometimes it's even worse than worse. And I got to get out of here. making some sort of groaning noise. He he grunts like a pig. So Toulouse is a wired hair dachshund. That's he's, his breed. He's looking underneath a bureau over there. Yeah, I know, because he thinks there's a ball under there. And he Do you will, think there is a ball under cry. there? No, because you want to know why? Because I already pulled that whole damn thing out from the wall and took everything out that was out that was under there. I did that three hours ago. I don't know. He's, making, he's, a, he's making a pretty good case for it. <laughs> Let me take a picture of him. And maybe we can put it on the podcast. Let people judge for themselves. He's whether... like a spoiled little baby. He's got, look at all the toys he has right here. And yeah. he wants whatever he thinks is under. Which is something better that, than what he has. That dresser. And I'm not going to give in to him. Because if I give in to him, then who wins? He does. Uh, I do. Oh. He's Caesar he Milan would be very disappointed. So I'm not. <laughs> but listen to the misery of that poor little creature. There isn't anything under there, though. He thinks there's something well, he's, under there. Like I say, he's making a pretty good case for it. Okay, I took a picture of him. We'll see what people <sighs> poor dog. There, he's surrounded by one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven different toys, and mm-hmm. he's crying about something under there. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, that's like me. It's <clears throat> like what I was talking about last podcast. I my I would have my routine. I don't want those other things. I want what I want. Do you lay on the ground and cry like that when you don't get what you want? Yeah, I do. It doesn't work. Used to work. Used to work early in my marriage. As I said, I if I got in a snit, I would march downstairs and I would get on the couch 
and wait and wait for to, my wife to come to down make it and all say, better. Yeah, say come on back to bed come it's, on okay. you big poopy she wised up to that pretty early on and so i either and then i had to stay downstairs all night or i had to finally say okay never mind. would you wake up like hours later and go God, really? You left me here all by myself? Well, I never even would go to sleep because oh. I'd be sitting there lying awake <laughs> pretending to be asleep. I was alone. I was all by myself. No one was looking. I was thinking of you. Oh, yeah, did I mention? I was all by myself. Hey, okay, look, come I on. I don't know what to do. But All by myself. Yeah, get get out of here, would you? All by myself. If, if, what if there is a ball under there? I'm not going to give it to him because then, what does that train him to do? To be observant. No, it trains him oh. that he will get whatever he wants if he whines about it. I'm going to look under there. Don't get down. There's nothing under there. Yes, there is. I can see there it. There is? Yes, there's a ball under there. There's an orange get ball. Well, get it. You're, you're right there now. You can get it. Oh. Isn't this great, ladies and gentlemen? This is fun. This is really good stuff. All right. Okay, so he was right. So I think you have to open those doors and, and issue an apology to well, him. Well, I'll, I'll say I'm No, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. He's not getting the ball, though. <laughs> well, I'm on your side, Toulouse. So this until you bark again. So this is something I would need your advice on. Um, I have a friend who had to put her dog down recently um and this dog uh was sick and this dog had been around i think was about 10 years old so um the very special little girl that i have in my life uh she is nine years old so the dog was around when she was born so she's known this dog her whole her whole life yeah and I haven't seen her yet. She's scheduled to come over today, and we've been emailing, and she's obviously distraught and heartbroken over the loss of this dog. And um, so she emailed me, and she said she's going to be coming. She says she emailed me, and she says, can I, can I come over today? And then she says, P.S., I might cry. And I just think that's so sweet and so sad. And I have you uh, had to deal excuse with. Excuse me, I'm sorry, in the middle of your tender story, which is really a sweet story, but something smells really bad. And, <laughs> and you told me that one of these dogs is having this problem right now. Is, is it, in fact, one of the two dogs here? Or. Because this smells really bad. And, uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I've got this food set out in front of us, and I really don't have any interest in it anymore. I smell it now, too. Yeah. yeah. I think Quince has a tummy ache. He hasn't been feeling good today. Yeah. Well, he's not making others feel good, either, <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> Lord, man. makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Taco Bell, or where have you I been? I told you, yeah, he... Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Okay, I'm he sorry. Let, he let, I think it's him, because he did that before Toulouse got here. I'm pretty sure it's Quinn. Toulouse would be a great name for a, a dog that did that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What's and, the matter with his valve? Toulouse, I guess. <laughs> 
poor Quincy. I know your tummy doesn't feel good. I gave him a Tums yeah. to t- take care of that. But, yeah, he's... He- Why don't you give him a cork? <laughs> <laughs> poor Quincy. Look at him. And he's sitting right, but he loves you so much, he's sitting right by you. His tail, which I normally would think would be so cute, wigging back and forth. It's just it way... looks more like a fan <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, okay, so buddy. so I'm sorry to make that interjection in the middle of this really tough day that's coming for this little girl. Yeah, it's uh, so I I want to know how to be prepared for um, now her her family um, has their has their beliefs, and I know it's very easy, and I I think that I probably need to believe in heaven for today to help with this. What are what are your thoughts, or is it better to just say, you know, I was looking some of this up, and some of the psychologists said, you know, it's easier if you maybe ask the child where they envision their pet is right now. But what do you say if they say, you know, they're afraid they're in a grave and they're going to wake up or something? I mean. It's very interesting. Have you had to deal with pet loss well, I always, with your kids? No. Well, yeah, but and I mean, how I, old were they, and what'd you do? I like. I, I've always liked those things where people will compare the death of somebody to somebody who's still they've they've sailed across the sea and we can't see them anymore, but they're in a different they're in a different place right now. But there's they're still. With you. Around, they're still with you, and, and someday you can sail there and you can see them again. Or, but but to a little kid, they don't get all of that kind of abstract stuff, you know. Um, and and her family is um, <clears throat> they they believe in 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 the afterlife and um, and God and all of those things. So I'm sure that that is. Well, if they brought her up, that will be, that, will, that will help her. Yeah, yeah, that, for sure. Um, and and as you know, that there's a the, the Rainbow Bridge is a very popular poem that was written for people who have lost their animals, and it talks about this music was composed for it. Um, all pets go to the Rainbow Bridge, and they 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 are healed and can run and play, and and um, you know, there's that's where you're going to meet them when you leave. Is you'll meet your pets on the Rainbow Bridge. It's just obviously very sweet. I mean, you know, I don't think the Rainbow Bridge is really there, but that's it's just a nice sentiment to think about. So. I suppose. But he, here's the other thing, which I think is also true, especially at the age of nine. Uh, there, kids kind of look at life um, in a not a very sophisticated way. They uh, and and we forget sometimes as adults that there are other things on kids minds besides that loss and death because especially if it's something that they've never really much experienced before right. <clears throat> and i told this story before but i also think it, it is a bit of an insight into the way some kids think and i'm not just boys but when my son was also about nine maybe even younger we had a a little dog that got into a, an accident, a, a weird accident, and was killed. And it was a little dachshund, uh, not even one or two. It was very young. It was very sad, because it was one of the first dogs we ever had, and uh, we didn't have them very long. So my son was absolutely uh, inconsolable about it, and was crying, and, and uh, he just couldn't understand <clears throat> 
that he had died. But he then... And how long, can I ask you, how long did that sort of phase go on for him? I, I wish I could remember. It's been, it's been a while. But I will tell you that the next day, and it wasn't two days later, it was the next day, he and his neighborhood buddies decided they wanted to uh, have a little funeral for the dog, whose name was Frankie. You know, like it's a Frankfurter, Frankie. So they, they, we found my wife and I found this nice shoe box, and then they put we put Frankie inside of it, mm. and um, in a nice some cloth, and, and it was very very nice. And then they and then the boys were going to go out into a wooded area near our house, sort of like you're setting here. And and they said, Dad, can I borrow the shovel? And yeah, here it is. And because I, I didn't want to go out and direct them, I want them to do their own thing. That's very smart, yeah. I think, to that's let what them. They, that's what they wanted. Let to them do. manage it and yeah. create it, and to do a little, maybe a little cross or something. This was in a time when when people didn't have phones with the cameras on them. And right. If I had today, I would certainly have taken a picture of them because it was so charming and sweet as this little procession mm. of, of boys and, and a couple neighborhood girls, my daughter, they all marched across. It was almost like a, a New Orleans street parade yeah. funeral, and they were burying the box with the that little body such a sweet. and the shovel, and they go out in the woods and, and come back, um, I don't know, 15 minutes later. And I said, how was it? And he said, we found a real nice place for him, Dad. It's underneath a tree. Oh. Real nice. I said, did you, did you put make it a pretty deep hole? Yep. It's pretty deep. I said, that's great. You did a good thing. And now every time you miss Frankie, you can go Just out. Just go right out and, go out there talk, and, to and, and talk to him. Talk to him. Stand right there. It's really sweet. It was really sweet. <laughs> and it was that's sweet. really sweet. Until three days later. <laughs> And I'm laughing because I already know. Yeah, you know, I've told this story. So I look out the window. I just happen to look out the window, and there's my son. He's grabbed my shovel out of the garage, and he and two of his buddies are walking right back in that same direction where they had buried Frankie (laughs) three days earlier. And so I roll the window down, and I it's Chris, my son Chris. Chris! Chris! Where are you going? And he yells back to me. We're just going to go dig Frankie up to see what he looks like by now. <laughs> That's what kids are thinking about. I know. I know. That's what, so. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, hey, it's all a long way oh of saying that. You, but you can't perfectly answer or assuage her feelings uh but but just you can comfort her just by letting her talk and And, and i and i yeah and i sent her a little note that said you know there's no one right way and no one wrong way to express your feelings and i said you're safe to do whatever you want here you know and when she wrote the ps i i i i might cry i said i might too you know, and probably and will. I probably will. And I said, well, we can just we can sit and not talk, or we can sit and cry. Um, yeah, I'll probably be having some vodka because mm-hmm. we'll have to deal with this in our different ways. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, 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 um, 
Now you'll know that you won't. You don't overthink it. You, the right, the right thing will come to you. And and the fact that she wants to come and uh, and be with you and talk about it with you says a lot too. There's trust there, and yeah. that that'll be nice. Yeah, and I I I don't know. Um, this is a, a large dog, so there's not. There, I'm sure the dog will probably be cremated, but you know maybe to plant something for her dog or something we can plan on that but i think i just want her just to i'm i'm not gonna it, you know we have a tendency to want to to help people I mean, we want to make the pain go away yeah just and forget I, it i need to just sit back and oh yeah. god did you smell that again oh yeah <laughs> I mean that that squeaking that i heard a little while ago that wasn't that was it gee whiz you got a problem Poor dude buddy what should i give him um Oh my god! I don't know what you can give him. You can give me can, some nose plugs. I can taste it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Goodness sakes! I can't oh. believe that is coming out of a dog that size. Quincy, honey, I told you he doesn't feel good. I gave him a tums, but that's like an ocean coming out of a thimble. <laughs> man, goodness sakes! Oh man, that's got you got some something going there. Should man. I put them both in the other room? Uh, no, you should put them both in the in the other in another city. That would be nice. <laughs> These dogs are really annoyed. Have have annoyed us through this. Put them put them in your car and roll the windows up <laughs> and start the engine. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. It's fun. really well. It's the dynamic of another dog because Quinn's by himself. You know, he's always very quiet. But. Well, he certainly doesn't toot. I mean, he's not, a, he's... So you're blaming the other dog for Quince's tooting. I think so. Hmm. I just, no, I could tell he had a stomach ache today. So was that the only time you had to deal with the loss of a pet at that early age for your kids, or...? Well, yeah, no, that we... Because she's lost a goldfish. I remember when Rosie, her goldfish, died. Rosie, her goldfish, was... She was about six years old when that happened, and she found Rosie in the tank with stuff growing on her. Rabies. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have you seen that when they're floating upside down and there's stuff growing on them? Um, she described it to me in great detail, and it was horrifying. Yeah, that's not good, I guess. If you got anybody, for that matter, that's got stuff it's growing on them. upside down and yeah, stuff's growing on you. Probably not. You should see a doctor. Yeah. yeah. And she was upset, and she cried, and... And, you know, I mean, I, I feel, I, and, and I don't know what it is about the fact that I feel sadder that this is a dog. I didn't feel quite like, I, and I hate it when people say that it was just a fish. Well, it wasn't just a fish to her. That was her pet. But people will say this about her dog. They'll say to her, it was just a dog. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's sadder to lose the dog than to lose the fish. Well, it was just a parent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I I know it. it everybody registers loss differently too. It doesn't. You can't sit in judgment and say it was just a dog. Believe me, I know now what that means. Yeah, they I mean, are I, your family. Oh my For God, a lot yeah. of people, they're it's your tough. family. It's tough. Mike, my, my brother has often said. He said, "I've I grieved more when I my dog mm-hmm. died than when our, than when our parents right. passed." Mm-hmm. Now that you could say, "Well, maybe we should sit you down with a psychologist, young man." But I, do, I think a lot of people would agree with him, and I don't know what that is. But well, I think it's. I think we've talked about it before. It's kind of obvious. I mean, when you think about it, with your parents. In many cases, even though you loved them, you had contention with them. There could have been arguments, disagreements. And you've had a you, long time with them, too. Your, your dog doesn't ever tell you to go to your bed and, and uh, you know, 
until yeah. your homework is done and all that stuff. It'll put you so on restrictions. It's easier to, to, to get along with a dog. They, they're they completely non-judgmental. They don't tell you what to do. They just hang out and are delighted to see you when you show up. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I couldn't say that my parents were always delighted to see me and my brothers when we showed up. Well, yeah, I know, because I've heard all the stories about you and your yeah. brothers. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. so right. a lot well, of those were just pure accusation and never would not hold up in court. So, <laughs> Even if they have pictures? Right. Yeah. Hey, did you hear this story about this uh, the, this prisoner relief release thing they had in Washington State where they let a whole bunch of prisoners out? By accident? By accident? Yeah. <clears throat> That's just the weirdest story. How can that? You always are. How does this stuff happen? But you hear about it because all the time. People, not in not in masses of people <clears throat> like that. But how did things like this happen? Where if people are it, so stupid, and they get it, and somehow it, somebody goofs up, and they and people bad people get. And then on the other hand, there's good people that are staying in jail for a long time because. That nobody can figure out their innocence or or their over their cases overlooked and so what were the better. details behind this because I don't know did they blame it on because the the easiest thing to do is blame it on a computer glitch yeah there was a computer glitch that said all these which I think wasn't that part of the problem the computer said these people were all ready yeah. to go home yeah 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 well uh, so I I don't know the, the full details of it and I don't think everybody does but. Somebody, like at a legal firm right now, is going through a review, it says, of 70,000 pages of documents and interviews with more than two dozen witnesses. So it's going to take a while. Can you imagine well, going through 70,000? Well, did they get them back? Uh, not all of them. I don't think they've gotten everybody back. And now the Senate, the state Senate, is saying we're, we, not, we may not pay the, the full bill in this prisoner release deal. So somebody's going to be on the hook for it. And the Senate said it ain't going to be us. Well, I don't know. And then you heard about the latest problem with that um, hospital employee who had that syringe, uh, that dirty syringe, and, and possibly infected a boatload of people yeah. here in Seattle. Every what the picture you wrong see, with people? every picture you see of him on TV, he's grinning for all. I have not seen any pictures yeah, of him yet. He looks like a very happy-go-lucky fellow. Does he look yeah. like crazy, like a crazy grin? Like no, he looks like a normal guy. He looks nice like guy. a normal guy. Yeah. That is the problem. When people look like normal people, we don't have a chance. Yeah. We have no chance at all. Everything is beautiful. In its own way. I, which brings me to a topic which isn't even anyway close to what you're talking about. And it's when you see obituaries and there's a photo of people that usually accompany an obituary. And I'm always fascinated by the choices that are made by next of kin or whoever about, yep, yeah, this is the photo that is most definitive about Mary Margaret, or this is the one that everybody would recognize as being quintessentially Uncle Fred. Okay. Yeah. Which is what? Well, just once in a while, there's just a bizarre photo of somebody wearing a goofy hat or they've got a, you know, they're eating an apple. or I mean, it's just like, of all the, that's the only picture you could come up with? I always am an advocate for if it would be possible to get a picture of someone right before they go. Like with a big surprised look on their face. We right? can 
right before they fall that off a cliff. There could be an app that we make for that. Yeah. <clears throat> that way, because you always have your phone with you, there's got to be some sort of app we can create. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. It's buried in all my stuff since we've moved recently, and I'll probably never see it again for years. But it was a, an obituary that caught my fancy, and I clipped it out. And it was some guy. I don't. I have no idea who it was. An older gentleman. And it just said that he, you know, lived, he was born here and he died here. And the picture of him just shows him waving, which has a, that's perfect. He looks like he's, yeah, everybody. Yeah. 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 He's waving goodbye. That's nice. That's the kind of photo we need in this thing. We gone fishing instead of just a wishing. Speaking of Nancy Reagan, um, I'm by the time we this, were? no, but by the time this airs, this will have been weeks from now. The that Nancy Reagan nothing's passed. changed on that. Nothing's right? changed. Okay, but it, it reminds me that when we heard about it, they had a, a complete special and obituary done, and it reminds me that these are all done, which is sort of creepy to me. Yeah, that it's all done. When you're still alive, they've got this whole yeah, yeah. <clears throat> obituary story and highlights and pictures and, and sound bites. And it's all packages just sitting on a shelf, yep, that's tapping it. its fingers, just waiting. Mm-hmm. Isn't that creepy to you? It's kind of creepy. But on the other hand, I don't think it's necessarily people of advanced age like that, although you probably think they would get more priority for having a finished uh, well, product that, together, but I've been J- Justin Bieber and all the anybody of any no, uh, fame. They they've got do, a little piece all ready to go for them. Then you have to redo it all the time. You don't you want to? No, you just, have to update it. Don't you want to save it for the just the old people that yeah. you know you're going? He urinated on a bush. That's all you have to do to update it, and then <laughs> and then tomorrow it'll be something else right. or whatever. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, for the rank and file person, the main person. Uh, most of us don't even think about doing that until the time is at hand. But it is probably a good idea, especially if you're the person that's going to be checking out. You you want to make sure that they don't put some something in there that is patently untrue, that maybe either has been made up by somebody else. Well, that's or what made that, me wonder. Don't they have to run that by any of her family before they air that? Or you think she's they, already reviewed and said, this is fine when I croak, it's a go. Well, it's there's there's the kind of obituary that is placed by a family in, in you know the newspaper. That's kind of their official send off for somebody. But but of a public figure like a Nancy Reagan, for example, um, they don't have to clear that that story uh, with the family members. They, they don't. They base it on the facts as they know them, and oh. and uh, can can write it however they want. It's a news story. It's not an obituary in that case. Oh well, yeah. I suppose so. That's that'd but be the knowing nice... her. She probably she she's so knowing Nancy Reagan. Yeah, she probably wrote the whole thing. She herself. probably did. she probably had part in it. Yeah. but 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 she can't tell the UPI or whoever. Now I want you to put this here and leave that part out and then say this and then. No, it's uh, they're they're different. Famous people, have, if they're well known enough, there there's a difference between a news story and then a paid for <clears throat> obituary. Right, of course. So. I think I'd prefer the former because it's cheaper. What? Say that again? It'd be better to get a story in the paper that says you died. Right. Because if you get one placed in the paper, then you have to pay the newspaper for it. It's like a classified ad. You're fine, though. You're going to have a story written about you because you've done some stuff. 
Because well, you're, you're a thing. I don't think so. Yes, uh, you are. Are you kidding? The, they uh, probably are. Here's the crazy thing, Pat. They already have it written, and it's just, it's waiting. Really? It's, hmm, I'd like to take a look at it. They're just tapping their fingers, waiting for you to go. Of course, you've been a... Do you have it here? You're Can a huge... Let me look at this. I've reviewed it. It looks very accurate to me. No, that cow just happened to be there. No, that's, you got to take that part out. Now it's time to say good night. Good night. Sleep tight. Now the sun turns out. to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. (laughs) Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 